Hi, this is Michelle Kanan, and you're listening to the Radically Selfish podcast. Radically Selfish is a movement. It's a personal revolution. And so I'm talking to women that have personally revolutionized their own lives and taken back the definition for what it means to be happy, healthy, and to do things their own way. Fuck what society tells you to do. You get to live the life that you want. Here's part two of my interview with Dominique Echevarria. Sometimes I really beat myself up about like, you know, I have this, I have this very romantic fantasy that I'm going to help save the world, (laughs) but that can get very exhausting. And sometimes I just have to, you know, I had on my two year anniversary of my suicide attempt, which was on November 9th, my Reiki master and I, we, um, we took some plant medicine, some mushrooms, and we went to the Self-Realization Fellowship Lake Shrine in Malibu. It's this big lake shrine, this beautiful garden. And I sat and meditated in the sun, and I cried for three hours. I just meditated and cried and sat in the sun, and all of the geese and the, the swans and the ducks and the turtles all swam over to the side of the lake where I was sitting and mm. and and I had I had the most beautiful moment I've ever had in my life and it was it was all all of the pain was released from my body because I was so high in my meditation and from the mushrooms all the pain was released from my body mm. and for the first time and I, I had a spine injury even before the train so it for the first time in three years, I felt absolutely no pain in my body, wow. and I sat there present in a in my body, and I just I've never felt so grateful in my entire life to be present, and it 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 really is the it was so healing for me to be able to do that. You know, wow. I think there's so much power in being present. You know, I I was like, wow, I'm I'm so grateful that that my ancestors chose me to endure this pain and to feel this because I would never know the complete extreme of bliss to to be released from it for such a short amount of time. Well, I mean, again. I know I'm talking, but I'm just speechless. Like, I don't, I mean, I know you know the magnitude of what you're saying, but I think it can yeah. be really hard to comprehend what that's yeah. like, like to go through so much pain and to be so grateful for it. Like, yeah, I never, I never, I never thought that I would ever get to that point. I really, I really didn't. And if I would have listened to the psychiatrists and the psych ward, if I would have stayed on all of the medication and the pain, like, by the way, I don't take any pain medication either, no Tylenol, nothing. Like, everything is that I do is natural and with energy work and to exist in my body. And, um, you know, if I would have listened to my doctors and, you know, had a spine surgery and, and, you know, stayed on the mood stabilizer and listened and believed that I was a bipolar, you know, borderline personality, you know, person, then I would have, I think I would have continued to be tortured and trapped in my body for the rest of my life. I had to, I had to, I had to take a chance to, to dismiss everything that I was told and to run away from it and to find, 
you know, and to seek alternative healing. Well, tell me, I mean, well, okay, I want to think about how I'm going to ask you this next question. Because, okay, so on the one hand, what I want to say, first of all, is that you rewrote your story, right? Like, yeah. and it's and it's through nobody's fault. It's just true that so often we believe what other people tell us about ourselves, right? Like mm-hmm. someone will give us a diagnosis and suddenly we have a label or like we'll grow up and people will, you know, call us things and suddenly like we'll have an identity or, uh-huh. you know, or like we'll have had a traumatic experience and that's like shaping our entire life. Yeah. How, how did you do that? Like, how did you decide, like, I'm not going to believe this anymore. Like, I get to write my story. Like, I get to figure out who I am. Like, how how did you do that? I, I, I just, I don't know. I, I really, like, and I was someone who didn't believe in God before my accident. Like, I was, like, punk rocker, like, fuck that there's no thing as god if there was a god then then why did then why was i abused as a child if there was a god then why are there homeless people all over the street you know i was very much Mm. that way and and, um and 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 spiritual talk and and wellness and peace and all that that was that all that turned me off so much and so it wasn't like i like I, I, and so when I say this, like I know it sounds cheesy, but I really feel like I don't know. I feel like the world is in is there's such a shift happening in the world, and I feel like that's it was just my destiny. I don't know. I just I let go of everything. I had nothing to lose, and I just trusted my intuition, and I just. Every time my intuition told me to go somewhere or do something, I listened and I did, and um, and everything else just fell into place. Wow, that's that's amazing. <laughs> Honestly, I'm I'm laughing to myself because I'm always like, oh, I know what I'm going to ask next. Like, oh, that makes sense. <laughs> and when you talk, I just really want to sit and just like take in everything that you're saying. It's it's really, really powerful. And yeah, it's really real. And it's really new. Like, that's what I tell people, like, what I'm doing and what I've done for myself. It's it's like, I just started walking without a cane six months ago. Like, I'm not I haven't been like a a healing guru my entire life. I wasn't raised with a I didn't go to like, you know, four years of schooling for all these things. It's like I'm I'm still in the process of evolving and you know, I I'm still learning. I'm still I'm still morphing my my healing practice every day. I'm still morphing my routine every day, you know, I'm still I'm still having to put myself in check with boundaries constantly. It's 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 always a growing process, you know, it's always a learning process. Yeah. And I'm so, yeah. I'm so glad that you bring this up. Cause it's the same thing. Like I grew up in Queens. My parents are from communist Russia. Like this yeah. vernacular, like this life, this world, it was just like when I first started doing this work, my mom 
thought I was like joining a cult and she was like, very concerned and I didn't know how to talk about this with my family and I had this like mm-hmm. two like parallel lives thing going on where I was like the normal version of Michelle that like everyone knew to my family and to like my friends and then this like other thing that I was doing and I even like moved to Berlin to study healing to begin with you know but like yeah I I never you know, it never resonated with me. Like I grew up in a city and I curse and I, I'm I'm like, you know, I'm not a vegan and like, I don't only wear flowy dresses and I'm not a skinny (laughs) girl with like straight hair. And like, you know, I just, and, and so I just never felt like there was a place for me before, but what you're talking about this, this shift, like, with, I, I feel part of that shift, right? Like you don't oh, have yeah, to be a certain are. way to be to be spiritual. Like you don't have to dress a certain way. Like you don't have to no. eat a certain way. Like consciousness yeah. is not an exclusive thing, and that's why yeah. I love that 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 your visibility in this and like your desire to to bring the cultures that naturally formed a lot of this work like in the yeah. spotlight and to make it accessible to people that aren't just, like, fitting, like, what's on the cover of Yoga Journal magazine, right? Exactly. It's, like, my demographic, like, they're not, like, drinking kombucha and singing kumbaya all the time, you know. They're, some of them are, like, you know, radical people that um, they, some of them are atheists, but I still want to connect them to their inner healer because it doesn't matter what your spiritual belief is, like, everyone has the ability to heal themselves, you know, and so it's a matter of, like, finding, okay, what vocabulary do I need to access to be, so that this is digestible for this person? You know, you have to be fluid, and that's where your intuition comes from, because there are, sometimes I can talk about energy and light and spirit guides with some people, and then other friends of mine, I wouldn't (laughs) dare bring up those things, because it would turn them off so much and scare them away from, like, any work I'm trying to, like, help them with, you know? I do know we actually we we, we moved um, into a new apartment this summer and we had our neighbors over a few weeks ago and within like 20 minutes I was talking to them about yoni eggs and I saw their face and I was like oh yeah okay yeah 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 exactly you know like I could talk about like sex and like getting my ass eaten and like having threesomes with like certain people but like with other people like to talk about sex with them would like make me blush and I would be way too embarrassed to talk about it like you know and that's me you know and so it's it's you know you have to you know you have to be fluid with uh so are those like your topics are those the people that you can talk about angels with the ones that don't want to talk about ass eating <laughs> no no not at all not at all not at all it's sometimes it's not even them not wanting to talk about me like sometimes I get very shy like the guy I'm dating always laughs at me because you know like sometimes I'll like if we're in a group of people and I'll act very shy and he's like what's wrong with you and I'll just say oh I'm just shy they're like what you're the most outgoing person in the world you're not shy but sometimes there are moments where I am shy you know yeah I do know I know that too (laughs) um so could you tell people actually about your healing work like if somebody wanted to work with you or was curious about what you do 
yeah. So um, I do, I guess the best way to describe um, my healing sessions are um, shamanic Reiki sessions. Um, I'm also an intuitive. So I basically lay people down and I walk them through grounding exercise and I walk them through a meditation and I connect them back to their body. Then I cleanse their, their, then I cleanse them and their energy. And, um, and then I incorporate, you know, different, um, different healing techniques to, uh, to, to help them with their, to help, activate you know their healing and to help um recharge them and and usually the it's kind of hard to explain but i really feel things in my body when i'm working on someone so it's like i'm working on someone and my stomach starts gurgling and i like start burping and i feel like acid reflex it's like okay when this person wakes up i need to talk to them about um alkalining their body and and get, I'm getting on an alkaline diet. I need to find out what they're eating. I need to find out. I need to, and then on an energetic level, I work on um, strengthening, you know, their solar plexus and setting protection energy around it. Because usually, people who have stomach issues are empaths, and that's where they hold their energy, and they're always absorbing it right there, and so they're not good at protecting. And you know, usually their body tells me kind of where I need to put my energy. And then I follow up with a reading and a holistic wellness consultation because I'm kind of like, I'm an encyclopedia of just way too much information. And so I usually sit there and I'm like, okay, this is afterwards. I'm like, this is the yoga you need to be doing because I felt like you have way too much neck pain and tension in your shoulders. And then they go to tell me, oh, that's because I'm, you know, working in an office every day and I'm sitting forward my, with my neck down typing for eight hours. And and um, my knowledge of body mechanics and um, and uh, nutrition and holistic medicine will kind of help me curate how I want their aftercare to be. So I'm very, I, I give like a physical for like your body, body, mind, and soul, and I work on that as well using different techniques. So do you do, yeah. Do you do stuff just in person or do you do distance work too? Yeah, I do. I do uh, long distance healing. I do in-person healing. I do group healings, which I love because a lot of artists that um, I work with, they can't necessarily afford like one-on-one sessions every single week or every single month. So I do group healings so that it's a little bit more accessible to people. And also it's a it's a healthy way for people to be social. It's not like a party. It's not, you know, you're not like drinking and doing drugs. You know, it's a it's a space where everyone's able to be present with each other, which is very rare, sadly. Um, so I, yeah, group healings, individual, long distance. Yeah, I was at an event last night, a sober, curious event, and it, it's true. Uh, but I think that's part of the the shift, right? That people are looking yeah. for different ways to connect and to yeah, get to know each other I didn't and to know share how experience. I didn't know how my audience in the party world was going to digest my healing work. I don't know if they were going to be like, 
This bitch just threw herself in front of a train, and now she's trying to, like, save the world. This bitch is crazy, you know, because, like, I'm surprised that no one has done that to me. Like, I'm surprised no one's been like, you are a crazy-ass bitch. I'm not listening to anything you say. But I think that, like, my physical recovery, like, how I'm, like, actually able to walk and stuff um, kind of speaks for itself, but... But still, you know, I'm always I'm always shocked and grateful and humbled by how responsive people are. But that's that just goes to show you how much um, healing work is needed. It's true. And also, I think it's really important when you work with a healer or a guide that there's somebody that lives in integrity with what they're teaching. So yeah. what you're saying, like the way that you've been able to heal yourself and go through this journey and this rebirth with yourself is like a living testament to the power of the work that you do and that you learn and that you embody. And so people can yeah. really see that and feel that and they can trust in that. You know, it's like you can always, yeah. you, I mean, again, when you're present, you can always feel when something's off or when someone's mm-hmm. bullshitting you or when they're just like mm-hmm. doing it for the ego, you know, but yeah, you're definitely. very clearly walking the walk, literally now yeah. walking the walk, which is so fucking yeah. incredible. And people see yeah. that. Yeah, when my one of my best friends' mother is my friend Eddie. Her mother got cancer last year, and I uh, and she started losing her hair, and she was crying. She's like, "Oh my God, I'm gonna lose my mom." They told her that she only has a few months to live, and I looked at her and I was like, "We are not gonna fucking let your mom die. It's not happening. Get it out of your head. It is not." happening your mother is not going to die that's not her story that is not your story that's not my story that's not what's going to fucking happen and you know I was really hardcore with her mom I was like these are the probiotics you're taking you better cut out sugar no smoking no like in and um and she's now in remission and has been in remission for the past six months cancer free And, you know, you have, you know, and I don't think that her mom would have necessarily, you know, her mom's a ball-busting Italian lady from New York. Like, I don't, like, she wouldn't, like, if I was just some hippy-dippy healer, I don't think she would have listened to anything that I said. And I don't know if her outcome would have been the same. But because of who I am and what I went through and the amount of space I'm able to hold for people, she trusted me. And she believed in what I was telling her was going to work. And well, it did. I'm, I'm so curious about that because the, it's not, it's on the one hand, it is energy, but it's on the other hand, what you're talking to is what we choose to believe, like what version yeah. of reality we want to embody. And that's something that um, a lot of people in, in, in today's times they struggle with because they're like so used to believing only the things that they see in front of their faces or like whatever they quote unquote think is facts or whatever's proving yeah. them. And they don't realize the power of the mind that if they really make a decision, like what can change for them and what happens yeah. because of that. Right. You, you, you absolutely, you can make the choice. Like I could have either like, laid in bed and lived off of disability and just like taking pills for the rest of my life to sedate myself or, you know, force myself to strengthen my body so that I can handle 
being a disabled person because I, you know, and, and that's what I did. My body is stronger physically than it's ever been. And I used to play basketball and I was a dancer when I was younger. So the fact that I'm like more in shape now with one arm one and one leg doesn't even make sense, but it's because I put in the work, you know, mm. and same with my mind. Like I, you know, I could have victimized myself if I wanted to, but I, I chose to, um, I guess part of my, part of it is my pride. I didn't want to be known as a victim. I didn't want to be known as, um, as just like a, uh, oh, she was a beautiful girl and then this happened and now she's like a cripple. I didn't Mm. want that to be my story. And so I, so I wrote, you know, I, I, I was like, no, bitch, this is my, this is my destiny. (laughs) This is like, I'm rewriting. This is like my saga. (laughs) This is how it's going to happen. I love you. I'm like so in awe of you in like the best way possible. I just like, I'm listening to you. I'm just smiling and it just, yeah, you you can, you can do anything. And it's so important again, that you're, you're you're visible in this way to like, to show it, you know, like everybody, yeah. And my parents have changed so much. My, I never thought that my parents were going to change. I really didn't. I, I, I never fucking did. And I accepted it. I was like, even if they don't change, I'm going to change for us. And they did. And I think that my parents changing is even more unbelievable than me being able to walk again. (laughs) If you ever met my parents, if you ever met my parents, you would know what I was talking about. But I mean, it really has, you know, all of my elders and all my teachers told me that when I healed myself, that I was going to heal my family and that I would heal my tribe and and I really trusted them, and it, and it, and it has, and I am, and and we're still healing, mm-hmm. and um, yeah. So it's a reminder to anybody that's listening that has a situation that they think that'll never change, or that person will never change, or it's always going to be like that, or I'm totally stuck. And, you know, all the time, the answer, it comes back to you. Like, what can you do, right? Like, what can you yeah. do different? Like, we can spend so much effort and energy and time bemoaning the fact that if only the other person would be different, if only the mm-hmm. situation would change, if only the world wasn't like this, which is, yeah. you know, being in the victim role, right? Like, just yeah. wishing that something else would happen, but at yes. any time, you always have the, the choice to empower yourself and to be the one to start making the difference. Absolutely. And I used to think I was the, like, you know, when I went on this path of healing, like, I didn't know very many other healers, and I thought I was the only one, like, trying to, like, change shit. And then I started meeting more people and more people and more people. And so this is what I always tell everyone, like, if you want to join this shift that's happening, there's no better time than now because, you know, there are so many people already, like, m- you know, moving milestones. And so it's it's easy to just, like, ride the wave with them, you know, because well, it's could you, supported. Could you give – do you have, like, a tip? Like, what's, 
because I always tell people start small. Like it could be that small thing, like you know, change, you know, changing the way you brush your teeth or like how you dry yourself after the shower. Like, but nobody wants to take that seriously as like a spiritual practice. So do yeah. you have do you have like something um, like a little tip or or something that somebody could do if they wanted to like get on board or try if they've never been able to do it before? Um, like just like like change like reprogramming their mind. You know, you Some, something like, I don't know, or like a ritual, so, or like you know, some so, people. Yeah. So what I tell this is like kind of what I tell people. I have it on my <laughs> I have it on my healing site. It's called How to Be Human Again, and um, this is what I tell people to do first thing in the morning. So that, uh, so for, because a lot of people I, that I work with, they say that the second they open their eyes, they start having anxiety. Mm-hmm. I used to be that way. The second, before my feet even touched the floor to go pee in the morning, I was having anxiety and it would cripple me and keep me in bed. And so um, I say, wake up, pee, drink three glasses of water, lay back down and meditate even if it's for four minutes before you touch your phone, before you do anything else. And that gives you a moment to have power and control over your own mind and your own self in the very beginning of the day before it's before anyone else does. So I think that I feel like so crucial thing. Yeah. Yeah, That's so crucial. It's so simple, but yes, it's very hard for people. I know people want it to be complicated. I wanted to. I used to want it to be complicated. Anyway, now I just. I'm like, yes, that's absolutely perfect. Like when you know, it's something that one of my clients just le- learned the other week. The the power of doing nothing, where she, mm-hmm. used, you know, we're just so used to being busy and doing and achieving, and she thought like, oh, doing nothing would mean that she's lazy or receiving. It's it's really about yeah. that, you know. Mm-hmm. And what you're what you're talking about now is is instead of just, like, dipping into the energy and the current of, like, everything, all the chaos that's going on out there. Especially like, living in New York, you know, the yes. second you open up your phone, it's, like, Facebook's like, oh, my God, here's, like, a 100 natural disasters that are happening today, blah! It's like, <laughs> like, are you even prepared? Like, you need to prepare yourself for, you know, day-to-day, like, right now. Like, we need to access our inner warrior and, like, you know, it's like uh yeah, being pro- it allows you to be present first thing in the morning. What do I need to do today? Like, let your mind go crazy for four minutes, you know. I love it. All right, so tell me, is there anything else that you want to talk about or that we didn't cover? Or like, I mean, I could talk to you forever, obviously. But, like, <laughs> but is there anything else that you feel called to, to talk about or to share? Um, I just, you know, I just really... I'm just excited to see like more and more healing communities come to fruition and be connected. And I, and um, I don't know that the romantic child in me really does believe that healers have the ability to change the world and to save the world right now. And one of my favorite things I've ever heard in my life was, um, by uh it was by this um author Angelus Arian who wrote the fourfold way 
and she did a TED talk and she says, if you're even every day we walk with our ancestors, our spirit guides, God, our angels, our Isha's around us, every step that we take, they're taking it with us. And if we ever find ourselves asking ourselves, are we the ones to change this dynamic? Are we the ones to change the rhythm that's happening around us? Are we the ones to change the way things are happening in our family? If you're even, and she says, if you're even asking yourself that question, then yes, you are that person you and you are that one. Wow. Wow. That, that's really powerful. And that definitely resonates with me right now. So I'm really yeah. grateful that you shared that. And Yes, I'll put that link. You'll se- will you send me that, and then we'll put the link on the show page. Oh also. yeah, it's on. Yeah, okay. uh huh. I'll send it to you. It's also on my uh, on the Universal Mother dot Love. It's on my Wisdom page. I have tons of inspirational. I know. I, I have a- because when when I was in the hospital and after the hospital, my friends would and 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 my followers they would send me all of these inspirational things that really helped me and so I was like oh god if it if it made me like kind of smile or feel hopeful for a second after you know like with my limbs rotting away then you know maybe it'll put some pep in your step (laughs) 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 well I have a feeling that the show page for your episode is going to be like the most jam-packed with links and videos. (laughs) Hopefully. (laughs) Thanks so much to Dominique Echeverria for joining us today. You can learn lots more about her and all of the really interesting topics that she was talking about by visiting the show page, where you'll also be able to check out a really special ritual that she recorded just for listeners of this podcast. Go to radicallyselfish.com. Huge shout out to my producer, Nikki Thomas. Much love to Ducks for my awesome theme music. And of course, thanks to you, our listeners. If you know an amazing woman whose story deserves recognition, I want to learn all about her. So email me or follow me on Instagram at Radically Selfish so I can stay in touch with you and we can spread the personal revolution all over the world. And remember, hashtag do you, because if you don't, nobody else will. <laughs> <laughs>